It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire hitting you guys back up here on Monday, October 8th. It is another victory Monday for the Panthers as they squeaked one out Sunday, but they get the they get the victory 33 31 over the New York Giants to move to 3-1, and one, and what a way to win it. I mean, I think we can sum it up in three words. Are you kidding? Like, did he really do that? Graham Gano hits a 63-yard field goal, which actually ties the record for the longest game-winning field goal in NFL history, 1970 also saw a 63-yard field goal in the final seconds. And it's if you're the Giants, it's like, did this really happen again? I mean, this is the second year in a row now that the Giants have lost a game on a 60-plus-yard field goal. Jake Elliott did it to lift the Eagles to a victory over the Giants last season with a 61-yarder, and now Graham Gano with a 63-yarder. So, uh, unbelievable. Just a, a wild finish to what was a, a pretty solid game on both sides. Um, and we'll obviously jump right into it and talk about definitely a good bit of the highlights. There's some highlights on both sides and, you know, some some downsides for the Panthers as well. But, of course, quick reminder to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow the podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. And, uh, of course, hit me up on uh, the Facebook page as well, Locked On Panthers Facebook. So so let's kind of jump into some of the talk from yesterday's game. Obviously, Again, the big highlight was Graham Gano, but uh, it was more than that too. It was a lot of uh, special teams. Uh, special teams really showcased themselves in this one. Uh, you also had a 
essentially a fumble return for a touchdown as I believe it was DJ Moore getting down there and making a play on the returner and the ball popped loose, rolled around, ended up into the end zone and the Panthers came up with it for a touchdown. It was kind of a, a pretty wild, wild play there that really worked in the favor of the Panthers. Uh, yeah, Colin Jones early in the second quarter, essentially recovering the fumble in the end zone. So, uh, big, big plays, big plays for the special teams. Uh, and, you know, Ron Rivera kind of introduced the special teamers before the game, had them come through the tunnel, I believe. So, this was, I guess this was their way of kind of saying thank you, I guess. So, two, uh, so two big plays by special teams that really were kind of the defining moments of this one. And certainly a lot of other highlights. I, I really, you know, you really have to continue to be, uh, you know, as we kind of jump around a bit and mention some of the other guys, you really have to continue to love the way that Christian McCaffrey's playing. I mean, I know it, it's it sounds like a broken record now, but, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, just the way he continues to run, the way they continue to... Uh, utilize him, you know, it wasn't until later that they kind of uh, incorporated him more in the passing game, but when they when they did, uh, you could tell the, the offense really kept taking off, including that touchdown run by him, uh, deep in, deep in Giants territory, so, uh, again, just uh, another fantastic performance for McCaffrey as he goes seven. Uh, he carries 17 times, I should say, for 58 yards, and also ended up with five catches, which was the most catches by a Panthers player for 35 yards and that touchdown. Uh, I was also very impressed. You know, he he didn't make too many catches, but uh, the couple of, the couple of catches he did the couple of catches he did make were big time. And that was Curtis Samuel, uh, especially on the touchdown play. Like, just what an effort by McCaffrey, or excuse me, by Samuel to fight his way into the end zone. You know, it, it, it obviously shows that, number one, he's healthy. Uh, I, I think he's kind of past the injury problems that he has had. Um and again, j j just the effort that that Samuel gave, you know, the way he was fighting and breaking tackles. I'm just sitting there thinking, wow, like, like that that was something. Uh, so so good to see Curtis Samuel finally uh, finally getting involved. Uh, Ian Thomas had a solid game, three catches, 38 yards, uh, with Greg Olson being uh, injured and out for the game. Uh, he was one of the intended targets, though, on one of Cam Newton's interceptions, and I kind of felt like Thomas could have made a move. You know, I don't know if there was miscommunication or what happened there, but 
Uh, it, it seemed like it was a little away from Thomas, but I couldn't help but thinking Thomas could have been able to to still come up with that catch uh, instead of letting it kind of sail past him and into the hands of one of the Giants defenders for an interception. In fact, that was one of two interceptions uh, by the Panthers, or two interceptions thrown by Cam Newton. Uh, the other, I don't think, was kind of as bad, if I recall correctly. But uh, the one to Thomas, like I said, I, I feel like that could have been avoidable as far as being intercepted. But, you know, it it's not like the two, the two interceptions were killers, especially when, you know, the first interception was almost negated. Essentially negated almost immediately because a few plays later, especially you know with them being down in the red zone too, the Giants uh, and Eli Manning throw another interception, basically give it right back to the Panthers. In fact, the Panthers picked off two two passes of their own, both of which were by Mike Adams. So a big game from Mike Adams, really stepping up for this defense. Uh, and speaking of the safeties, uh, of course, Eric Reed made his debut yesterday. Uh, was you know a pretty solid, pretty decent game. I mean, kind of quiet, uh, but he did end up with uh, three tackles. And, you know, you, you kind of saw him on the field. It looked like he got a. Uh, a good bit of playing time. We'll see when the snap counts come out, or when I when I check out the snap counts from PFF, uh, how many snaps he actually played. But he, he seemed like he was on there a good bit for his first game. Obviously, the headlines were before the game. Uh, we kind of have to touch on real quick, and, and that was Eric Reed kneeling during the national anthem. Uh, he, I'm sure. People out there were wondering whether he was actually going to go through with it, especially since, again, we know this was kind of the reason why he waited so long to sign. But obviously, it's something he believes in wholeheartedly, and that's why he continues to do it. So, you know, that's on him, and I'm just going to leave it at that. But as far as on the field, uh, th again, three tackles, so uh, pretty decent debut. Kind of, kind of on the quiet side, though. I, uh, but you know, I, you know, it's not like he was completely shut out. He wasn't involved at all, or didn't get a lot of playing time. So a solid, solid day there. Uh, they did only get to Eli Manning once, too, and that was uh, Luke Keekley. So for all the talk of how, uh, you know, the offensive line struggled, uh, they really didn't get to him a whole lot. You know, so the Giants did a good job protecting Eli Manning. As far as Cam Newton, uh, you know, kind of the same thing. They protected him well as well. They only allowed uh, one sack. Only Connor Barwin got to Cam Newton. So... Protection-wise, it wasn't bad. Um, 
And again, the, the running game was effective. Cam Newton solid again in the passing game. 21 of 35, 237, two touchdowns. Uh, again, Christian McCaffrey, the way he played, and, and Curtis Samuel, I think, were uh, two of the stars. You know, again, he, he may not have had many catches, but uh, it was just the effort in which Samuel made those catches, especially the touchdown, really were uh, big time in this one. So I'll take a quick break, talk a little bit more about this one, including uh, some of the highlights that the Panthers were on the wrong side of. But before we get into that, I want to thank uh, one of our great partners here at Locked On Network, our buddies, of course, over at Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats, of course, as you guys know, is the online ticket event dedicating to providing you guys uh, great experiences that last a lifetime, including going to sports, concerts, theater, whatever the case may be. And they do that by helping you save some money. And who doesn't love saving money in today's day and age? Well, with Vivid Seats, uh, they offer great prices and an easy purchasing experience. And if you haven't tried Vivid Seats, well, now's as good a time as any to check it out because you can receive $20 off orders of $200 or more with the podcast code Locked on as a first-time customer of Vivid Seats. So go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Enter the promo code Locked On to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. All Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by a 100% guarantee. So again, uh, go to the App Store or Google Play. Download the Vivid Seats app, use the promo code Locked On, and again, this is for new customers, and you guys can get $20 off orders of $200 or more. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime, and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So as we jump back into it here, of course, Bill Rossetti is always with you guys here. Locked On Panthers, Locked On 3-1 Panthers, as it were. But, I mean, we got to talk about a couple of the big plays that really had the Giants in this game. Uh, we talked on the crossover, if you remember, about, of course, Saquon Barkley and how he had the, you know, home run ability or just that dynamic ability. 
Well, he was effective, that's for sure. He, you know, the Panthers did. He, uh, this is a big. T Let me take try that again. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, you know, there was obviously a lot of give and take as far as Saquon Barkley because, on the plus side, they only held him to 48 yards on 15 carries. So that's just over uh, a 3.2 average, and 30. 30 of those yards came on one play. So, really, uh, you remove that, and that that really drops the, the yards per carry average because quick math tells me that 30 from 48 is 18. So, 18 carry... So, that leaves 18 yards on 14 carries. So, that's that's like a yard and a quarter, if that per carry on those other yards. So that one play really boosted Barkley's stats. So a real nice job there uh, limiting Saquon Barkley in the running game. So that's obviously a, a big positive out of this game because, again, we, we, we talked about how Barkley could hit that home run, and, I mean, he kind of did for, for 30 yards, but, again, it's, it's not the running game that he did his damage. It was the receiving game where Barkley did in the Panthers and really kept the Giants alive. Four catches, 81 yards, two touchdowns. Now, the one touchdown, obviously, was the uh, the trickeration. You know, the, you know not, not quite the Philly special, <laughs> but uh, obviously a little bit of, you know, that gadget play, Shermer digging into his bag of tricks. The kind of pitch to Odell Beckham, and then, of course, Odell Beckham playing Eli Manning and tossing the touchdown pass to uh, Saquon Barkley. It was a 57-yard touchdown pass. And, I mean, you, you guys saw the play. You, you know what happened. Nobody covered Barkley because all eyes were on Odell Beckham. And... I mean, in a way, can you really blame them? You know, with with the ball in the hands of their their best playmaker, of course you're gonna look at Beckham and try to get to him. You know, you you would never think you would never think that Beckham's gonna pull up and just heave one, but he did, and you know, it, it was just a perfect pass, and it was an an easy touchdown because again, everybody. Everybody got rid of Barkley essentially because he was flying solo. So, what? Once that ball was in the air, you kind of figured that was a, a done deal. And uh, next thing you know, Barkley is off to the races. And then, of course, what Beckham normally does, his regular job at catching footballs, he did that pretty well too. He had eight catches for a buck thirty-one. And one touchdown. Uh, of course, the other Barkley touchdown. Uh, you know, late in the game to give the Giants the lead. This was after, uh, I believe it was Sterling Shepard initially thought he had a touchdown. But, you know, because we're talking, of course, late in the game now. that where Shepard goes to the ground, gets up, runs to the end zone, thinks he has a touchdown. They ended up ruling it a touchdown, and, you know, I, I think a lot of times the referees like to rule those kind of plays a touchdown because uh, 
it'll allow them to go to the review, you know, go go to the replay and see what actually happened. And sure enough, they went to review, and Dante Jackson had the wherewithal. He had you know the right frame of mind to place a hand on Shepard to cause him to be down by contact. If, if Jackson doesn't do that, Shepard gets up and he's off to the races and it's a touchdown. Now, you know, again, of course they scored a few plays later, but still a smart play. You know, that's, you know, we, we, we talk about situational awareness. That was good. Situational, situational awareness there. That, that's a mouthful. Uh, but again, great frame of mind there for Jackson to, touch him down by contact to save what would have been uh, a long touchdown. Again, they drove, they did drive a couple plays later and get the touchdown. And then of course the Panthers came out with the excellent drive late in the game to set up Graham Gano's field goal. Now I, it was weird. I, I don't know. You know, because it looked like he got the first down right before they got the the field goal, but the Fox broadcast was ended up being like pretty weird in terms of um, the down and distance on that last drive. In fact, it looked like when Newton took a knee, or when he spiked the ball rather, it looked like it said fourth and one, but it looked like the line they had the line of scrimmage line in front of the first down marker. I I, I could be wrong, but I don't know. It just looked weird, but luckily it was a first down. They did spike the ball. Uh, and then, of course, Gano comes out and kicks the big field goal. But, you know, the Giants, I, I really, you know, you have to give credit to the Giants. They they fought tough, especially, you know, being down a little bit in the second half because I believe, you know, at one point, You know, the, the Panthers jumped out to a 17-3 first quarter lead, and they were up, uh, they you know, they were only up 20-13, to 13, but then had an 11-point game, or an 11-point lead at one point in the second half. But it, it seemed like the offense kind of went quiet in the second half while the Giants kind of stormed back to make this a close game and again you know having the lead having the lead late in the game with just over a minute to go you know it, it it's a tough blow for the Giants as things just you know continue to go awry for them but I mean if you're a Panthers fan you're you're kind of breathing a sigh of relief too you know it, it's Again, it's just hard to believe that he actually made the field goal, but he did. And, you know, again, so definitely a lot of positives as far as, you know, the continued excellence of the running game. Uh, like I said, I, I, Ian Thomas played pretty decently as, as far as uh, replacing Greg Olson. Uh, DJ Moore had himself a nice game, both. And catching four passes and again contributing to that fumble return for the touchdown on the punt. 
Uh, Mike Adams with the two interceptions. Uh, Julius Peppers getting in the mix a little bit, especially early. And remember, too, this... The Panthers now officially have Thomas Davis back because this uh, four-game suspension is up. So uh, a big big step there, but again, a lot of miscues as well in this game. Even go back to the very first drive where the Panthers are backed up inside their 10 and then Chris Clark has a false start and then the Panthers are docked with the delay of game. And eventually they had to punt it, so... You know, a lot, definitely uh, a few mistakes, but definitely a lot of correctable mistakes as far as uh, as far as the Panthers go. But the bottom line is they are two, or excuse me, they are now three and one, and for the moment tied for first place in the NFC South. The Saints, of course, play later tonight, and when we come back, we'll actually. Talk about the rest of the NFC South and a quick wrap around week five of the NFL season. But before we do that, I want to thank, of course, our good friends over at mybookie.ag. You know, like I said, guys, I, I give you my picks as far as uh, the mybookie picks go. Some of them went well this week. You know, I'll pat myself on the back for picking the Browns to win. Some not so good. You know, I'm looking at uh, Tennessee against Buffalo. Or the Eagles against the Vikings. But the bottom line is, you know, it's it's always tough to, to say who's going to win. But, you know, you guys can test yourselves and win some money in the process if you think you guys are going to win. But as far as where you're betting on, that's an easy bet. you got to go to MyBookie because they've been great to us here at the Locked On Network. And we know they'll be great to you guys, especially with the fact that uh, they pay in a very quick fashion when you win. So you got to check out my bookie because they have great player perks, uh, in-game live betting. You can bet on fantasy points. Uh, they just a lot of great things that they do for the player. And in terms of them getting you the best service, they're encouraging you to wait until after 7 p.m. Eastern time so they can give you the best service possible. And if you do wait till 7 p.m., they'll, reward you with a 20 with an additional $25 in free play on deposits of over $100. So join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use the promo code locked on when creating your account to claim up to $1000 in free play and of course if you wait until after 7 p.m. you can get the extra $25 by using the promo code locked on 25. So hey, have some dinner. Get ready for some football, go to my bookie and get an extra $25. It's as simple as that. So at my bookie, remember, you play, you win, and you get paid. And of course, a quick shout out to our to our friends over at LoKI for their great game day crew. Listen, guys, I've been rocking their Panthers bracelet for a while now, and I'm telling you, it's a fun bracelet. And it has a, a real great message. Remember, these are the bracelets that hold the uh, holds water from Mount Everest, and it holds the mud from the Dead Sea, which are the highest and the lowest points in the world. So it's that constant reminder to have a daily balance in life between all the highs and lows. And coming from me, that's pretty big because you know I, I have a lot going on. 
I'm always trying to balance everything and keep everything in check. So this bracelet is uh, a perfect example of that. So, you know, it's it's not just me saying, yeah, buy this product. It's, you know, it's something that definitely hits home for me. Definitely something that, um, with the way my life can get, is a, a, a pretty, is a real nice thing to have. So again, you guys can check out their game day collection, which includes the Carolina Panthers. It also includes the Carolina Hurricanes. It includes... Uh, the, the college teams, North Carolina, North Carolina State. And, hey, North Carolina State is ranked. They're undefeated. So uh, if you guys are a fan of the Wolfpack, go support them. And here's your chance to save some money as well with the game day collection. Use the promo code PANTHERS25 and save 25% off all of their game day collection. So it's not just the Carolina teams. If you want other teams, you can get them as well because they pretty much have all the NFL teams uh, MLB, college, NHL, got it all. So, again, Panthers25, use that promo code when checking out. Again, that's L-O-K-A-I, L-O-K-A-I.com. Panthers25 to save 25% off the game day collection. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So as we whip around the rest of the NFL, we'll start, of course, in the NFC South as it was, it ended up being a pretty good day so far as far as the Panthers go in the South. Of course, only one team, one other team in the South has played. The Buccaneers were off this week, so they're two and two. But if you're the Panther, if you're a Panthers fan, you also have to be excited about the fact that the Atlanta Falcons got absolutely throttled by the Pittsburgh Steelers by a count of 41 to 17, as James Conner carries 21 times for 110 yards and two touchdowns, also added 75 yards receiving, uh, and Antonio Antonio Brown six catches, 101, two touchdowns. I mean, has the injuries really hurt the Falcons that much? I mean, th- this is just getting bad for the Falcons. They're now 1-4. and four. They do have the Redskins and... Or, I'm sorry. They, they have the Buccaneers and the Giants at home the next two weeks. So they could get back to 3-4. and four, But the fact of the matter is, right now they are 1-4, and four, sitting 2.5 back in the division. So it's been a, a rough rough go so far 
for the Falcons. Never that I th- and remember, and this was my Super Bowl winning pick. So I am the kiss of death. And not, well, not only that, but the Super Bowl host curse is real. It, it's rearing its ugly head again. You know, last year the Vikings got real close, but then they got throttled in the NFC Championship. Now you have the Falcons starting one and four. Steelers now at two, two and one. Again, Saint Buccaneers were off today. Saints play the Redskins tonight on Monday Night Football. Uh, running through the rest of the games, of course, Thursday night saw the Patriots beat the Colts 38-24 as Tom Brady reached 500 career touchdown passes. Uh, Drew Brees likely will get get there as well tonight. If not tonight, then definitely next week. Steven Hauschka does the same thing Graham Gano did, just from 17 yards closer. He hits a 46-yard game-winning field goal to lift the Bills past the Titans 13-12 as they really stifled Marcus Mariota as he was held to just 129 yards and one interception. I mean, Josh Allen didn't throw for many yards either, but he did have a rushing touchdown. Uh, so the Bills are now 2-3, and three. Titans fall to 2-3. and three. Or Titans fall to three and two. Excuse me. Dolphins had a 17-0 lead over the Bengals, and they never scored again. While the Bengals put up 27 unanswered to move to four and one, as the Bengals win at 27-17, they sit atop the NFC or the AFC North. Dolphins fall to a tie with the Patriots, and of course the Patriots beat the Dolphins head-to-head. So that two-game lead that the Dolphins had has quickly evaporated. Browns go to overtime again for the fourth time this season. And they nearly tied again. They were mere seconds away from going to 1-2-2. But they do kick the game-winning field goal with seconds left. They beat the Ravens 12-9. So the Browns are now 2-2-1. So, hey, Browns are 500 through five games. Ravens drop to 3-2. Lions had a 24-0 lead at one point over the Packers, and it wound up being enough as they hold on 31-23 over the Packers as Mason Crosby misses four field goals and an extra point. So that came out pretty so that turned out pretty big. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did throw for 442 yards and three touchdowns. But of course it was not enough. Chiefs go to 5-0 as they beat the Jaguars 30-14. As Patrick Mahomes just continues to do his thing, Blake Bortles had to throw 61 times. And usually when you throw 60 times, that's not good. And that's what happened here with the Jaguars. He did throw for 430 yards. So if he had Bortles on your fantasy team, uh, he got you good yardage and he got you a touchdown. But he also gave you five giveaways. So it kind of bounced out there. Uh, Jets go to 2-3 and three with a 34-16 win over the Broncos. As, how about Isaiah Crowell? 15 carries. 219 yards and a touchdown, including two rushes of over 50 yards. So very impressive there. Robbie Anderson, three catches, buck 23, two touchdowns. Chargers knock off the Raiders 20 to 10. Phillip Rivers, 339 yards passing, two touchdowns. Chargers now three and two. Raiders fall to one and three. Vikings hold off the Eagles in the NFC Championship rematch. The Eagles made it close. You know, made, Eagles made it interesting in the fourth quarter, but it wound up not being enough. Vikings win 23-21. Uh, 
Cardinals get their first win of the season. They beat the 49ers 28-18, to uh, including a 75-yard touchdown pass by Christian Kirk. Cardinals now 1-4, Niners now 1-4. Rams on a fourth down play to ice it, beat the Seahawks 33-31 to also move to 5-0. Seahawks are 2-3, and, and in overtime on Sunday night, it's the Texans at 19, Cowboys at 16 as Deshaun Watson throws 375 yards in the touchdown as the Texans limited Ezekiel Elliott to just 54 yards rushing. Texans now 2-3, and three. Cowboys fall to 2-3. And, and one quick note to uh, the Panthers have also now sent, the, you know, with the Cardinals winning and the other numbers, the Panthers have sent the Giants now at the moment to the number one pick in the draft. That's right. The Giants currently hold the number one pick in the draft. There's six teams right now sitting at one and four. And the Giants would be atop all of them thanks to their the easiest strength of schedule among the six. So uh, for the moment, Giants, top pick, followed by the Colts, then the Cardinals, then the 49ers, then the Falcons, and then the Raiders. So that would be right now your top six in the draft and essentially right now your race for the number one pick in the NFL draft. So that'll do it for this edition of Locked On Panthers. We'll be back next time to talk about snap counts and PFF grades. And, of course, hopefully Wednesday we'll continue the crossover series as the Panthers get ready for the Washington Redskins. As always, remember, follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow the podcast on Apple and Google. And until next time, thanks so much for listening. Really do appreciate it. We'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.